Well, you know what I think. I'm a Christian. I'm not going to deny that. I do want everyone to feel comfortable. That's why I'd like to talk to you about Jesus. Please do not go religious. Somebody's going to hell over there. He better not. Even the devil will speak the truth for, for his own purposes. This is war. Accept it. Back to Jerusalem podcast. Yeah, I'm back and I'm armed with righteousness. With your host, Eugene Bach. He just seems like he's got it all figured out. He's a righteous dude. Yep. Hello and welcome to another Back to Jerusalem podcast. I'm Eugene Bach, your host for this time, and I'm coming to you live on delay from somewhere within the borders of Mexico. I'm going to be doing a couple of podcasts from this location in Mexico. I'm here at a joint conference together with a group that I absolutely love. Uh, I see them almost every year. It's kind of this collection of believers from Ivy League schools, so Princeton, Harvard, Columbia, uh, these group of young people that are just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, they, for whatever reason that is unexplainable, they ask me to come and share uh, at maybe once a year, maybe once every two years. It, 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 I haven't been with them for the last two years because of the, um, the, the pandemic. Uh, so I think the last time I was with them was in 2019. I'm here together with uh, Heidi Baker. I actually flew in with her uh, into Mexico last night. And I'm super excited about these meetings. But just before I came here, I was in the nation of Georgia together with our Back to Jerusalem Dove team. Now, this was a special training for us because this was the first time that we've ever conducted training without our Chinese friends. Um, I apologize if there's like an echo. I'm in a, a, a room that's kind of uh, made for you know, an area where there, there's a lot of sand. So by default, my room is like mainly marble and hardwood walls. So it might have an echo a little bit like I'm in this echo chamber. I never do my podcast in a studio. If you're not familiar with the Back to Jerusalem podcast, I never do my podcast from a studio. I always do it with my phone when I'm traveling. It just makes it super convenient. And most of my podcasts act as reports. You know, before, when I first started working with Back to Jerusalem, I only carried out projects that were supported by other organizations. So organizations like um, IMB, organizations like uh, Samaritan's Purse, uh, organizations like, you know, different ministries that needed to do things in China weren't, that weren't able to do it themselves, usually looked to us and then we would carry those projects out for them. And so when my first years inside of China, what I would do is I would, I would work together with big organizations. I would tell them the needs from the Chinese church, they would raise the funding and we would make the funding match with the needs. But over time, I realized that bigger organizations needed, needed a, a buffer zone of, of time, if you will, in order to do fundraising. So that means if there was a need on the ground today, I would have to put in a proposal tomorrow for a hope for support next year. But by the time that support would come next year, if it did come at all, that need might have changed. And so what we began to do at Back to Jerusalem is just go directly to you, the supporter, share with you directly what's taking place without all of the, the, the different messaging that you get from different organizations that have other agendas, not bad agendas or, or, or um, contrary agendas, just different agendas sometimes than the Chinese Underground House Church. Because for many of the organizations that I worked with, the Chinese Underground House Church was only one small aspect of the ministry that they did. So they would also be sharing stuff about, you know, 
Mexico, for instance, or Guatemala, or South Africa, or Australia. Whereas with Back to Jerusalem, we mainly focus on China and the Back to Jerusalem vision of the 1040 window between China and Jerusalem. That's our main focus whenever I'm sharing. So you don't you don't have that kind of com competition for information. So instead of writing reports to other organizations like I did in the past, now I do podcasts to share directly with you what is taking place on the ground, as well as update our website every single day. We're one of the few organizations that mission organizations in the world, Christian mission organizations that update our website every day with information that you might find interesting, even if you're not really that focused in missions. Now, I know that's pretty hard for some hardcore Christians to admit, but secretly in the closet, you're not thinking about missions every day, right? I get it. But there are things that apply directly to you, and it doesn't matter how isolated you think you are. If you live in the most rural area of Holland or the most rural area of Pakistan, in Pakistan, our podcast is actually pretty popular from what I can see on the... the um, sheets that I get like on a monthly basis of how our podcasts are doing in different regions. Pakistan, if you're listening from Pakistan and you're in a rural region, you might think that some of the things that we talk about on the podcast don't necessarily directly impact you, but they do because we cover things that have to do with China. China is shaking the world, whether you like it or not. The country with the world's largest population, one of the largest standing armies in the world, and a buttload of money to do some damage if they ever choose to go to war with the rest of the world. We share about things that are happening inside of China that impact the economy of the world. If you want to find out why there's a breakdown in the supply chain in the UK, we can tell you what's happening in China. News you're not going to get anywhere else. Information you're not going to get anywhere else. We want to do that as a part of our value added, as a thank you to our supporters like you, or some of you that are listening to this podcast. We want to say thank you for your support. And we want to use this podcast as a way to share with you what you are supporting. So this is a this podcast is a verbal report. And one of the things that you've been a part of if you've been supporting Back to Jerusalem, is the Back to Jerusalem Dove Project. Before I came here to Mexico, I was in the nation of Georgia where I was together with our Back to Jerusalem team. Now we had Chinese with us, Chinese Back to Jerusalem missionaries who had never trained with Dove before, but they wanted to be exposed to Dove. They came from a Middle Eastern country that I'm not able to mention, but they are doing amazing work. And they flew in and we were not able to have anybody from China, from our main Dove training team to come in. What is Dove? Dove, if you're not familiar with it, if you've never heard me talk about it, if you've never been on our website and read about Dove, Dove is amazing. And let me tell you why. Dove is the only program that we know of that is for Sunday school children teachers or Sunday school teachers. Yeah, maybe that's better. It is the only program that is for Sunday school teachers in the underground house church developed by the underground house church. It is a Sunday school training program that has been used to train hundreds of thousands of back to Jerusalem Sunday school teachers directly, meaning that we stood in a room. I say we very liberally. I didn't necessarily stand in a room, but our team did. 
our Dove team stood in a room face to face with Back to Jerusalem underground house church Sunday school teachers. That's a mouthful. Back to Jerusalem underground house church Sunday school teachers um, to teach them about how to reveal to children their calling by Christ. You know, a lot of Sunday school training curriculums, oftentimes what they focus on is teaching Bible school, Bible stories to children, which is good. It's great. I think it's amazing. We need to teach our children stories from the Bible. Absolutely. But what if there's more? What if there are, there, there's more to teaching a child about the Bible, but also an element that we might be missing from our Sunday school curriculum in the West, where, where we share with children their calling by God, their place in the Bible. It's very easy to read about the Bible. It's very easy to read about characters in the Bible. It's a completely different thing when we see ourselves in the Bible. Meaning that the Bible isn't just a book of stories for us to read and, and, and be entertained by. It's not a, it's, it's not a Brothers Grimm series or, or children's stories from Disney that make us feel good inside. But instead, these are stories that directly relate to our relationship with our creator. And one of the things that we see with the Back to Jerusalem Dove curriculum is this element that was put by the Chinese underground house church to show children their calling by God. One of the most amazing things that I share whenever I talk about the Back to Jerusalem Dove curriculum is the fact that the soul, if we were to look at the soul, mind, body, spirit kind of breakdown of who we are at our very elementary, simple list of principles, if, if we were to break our, ourselves down into the most simple elements we, we would see that we are individuals that are not just a physical being. And actually, in many ways, phys our, our physical being is not who we are, though we may adapt it. We may have been born with good looks. We may have been born with a muscular body. We may have been born with a very skinny posture. We may be born with a very obese beast body. We may, we may have been born with a deformed face. We may have been born without legs. We may have been born a good singer. We may have been born as a weightlifter, very athletic, but that physical part of us is not who we are because if it is who we are, what happens before our physical being comes into its full fruition? What happens when your physical being starts to age, are you now different in your 90-year-old body even though you may not be able to feed yourself, even though you may not be able to control your bodily functions, even though you may not be able to think as clearly as you did when you were in your 20s or 30s? Are you now a different person? Most Christians would argue very strongly no. Because your spirit and your soul 
make up who you are. Your body will die. This, this, this vessel that we now occupy will one day return back to the earth from which it came. Ashes to ashes and dust to dust. One day, our bodies, this canopy, will be forsaken. But our spirits will still be the person that we were created to be. Now, if that's true, maybe our spirits are ageless. And if our spirits are ageless, that means that you don't grow into your calling. You are born with your calling. God has a plan for you from birth, from inception. And he wants to spend eternity with you. And when I say you, it doesn't matter if your body becomes mutilated in this world. Because your body is not who you are. It is a canopy for the spirit. It is a vessel for the physical, for this world that we are now chained to. But one day we will be released. We will no longer be restrained by this decrepit, decaying body. One day, we will be with Christ in eternity. And if that's true, if you believe in that, then you have to believe that the Spirit is without age, which means that children are called by God. They're, they're not these little bundles of potential that will one day be used by God. They can be used by God right now. God knows them by name. He speaks to them in their dreams in their lives. When I was a kid, I knew less. My, my brain, a part of my physical canopy, was still developing, but my spirit was able to hear from God even as a little child. I didn't know it was God per se, but I knew that there was something that made me different than my dog. I knew there was something that was different about me than from my mother or my father or my sisters. And the Dove program in China is, is a curriculum that was developed by the Underground House Church to tap into that aspect that children are called by God and can be used by God and can be filled with the Holy Spirit and can be used on the mission field and can be given a calling to go and to minister regardless of their age. Can you imagine if children were able to break the bonds that are put onto them by their earthly parents or their earthly teachers or their earthly pastors or their earthly influencers and was able to understand that God could speak to them today and use them today. That's what the Dove curriculum does. And the Dove curriculum, you can actually go online if you wanted to, and you can look it up on backtojerusalem.com slash product. If you go to the, our store, go to page two of the stores of the books that we have available, you'll see the 12-part curriculum. Uh, we have book one through 12 that 
can take you through each month of the year that a teacher, no matter what church that they're in, can use this Dove curriculum to teach in their Sunday schools if you wanted to use curriculum that is being used by the underground house church. If you wanted to use curriculum that is used by the persecuted church inside of China, you can get that exclusively on the Back to Jerusalem website. If you go there right now, there's also a DVD training program. There are five Dove books that is used for the teachers and then 12 curriculum books that are used for the class layout for week to week courses. And you can get the whole combo of five training books, the digital version of the training, which is 14 videos, and then the 12 curriculum ebooks. Those are also available. If you don't want to get the hard copies, you can get those in the ebook version. We also have an in-person training and that's what took us to Georgia. In the nation of Georgia, we had 50, about 50 roughly Sunday school teachers that came from all around the country. If you're not familiar with Georgia, Georgia is the nation that's just above Iraq, just east of Turkey, just outside of Armenia or north of Armenia. It's this ancient Christian country that was able to resist the takeover of Islam as Islam swept through that entire region. They're, they're an amazing nation of people that were able to grit out the onslaught coming from the Muslim nations that tried to make them Muslim, did everything in their power and they failed. And we had these amazing teachers from all around the nation that wanted to come and learn from the Chinese underground house church curriculum known as Dove. It was an amazing time when we graduated, when, when we finished, we had like a, a graduation ceremony that was so touching where all of these Sunday school teachers came forward, got on their knees, and the Chinese back to Jerusalem missionaries that are serving in an unnamed Middle Eastern nation came together and sang the back to Jerusalem song and prayed over them. Guys, it was so powerful. And for those of you that have been donating to Back to Jerusalem, those of you that are gatekeepers that are listening to this Back to Jerusalem podcast, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for your friendship. Thank you for your partnership. And thank you for your support. Because it's the gifts that you have given that made it possible to do the Dove training. We went there as ambassadors for Christ as well as ambassadors for you. And I want to thank you so very much for your support. And thank you for downloading this Back to Jerusalem podcast. Again, I'm Eugene Bach coming to you live on delay from somewhere within the borders of Mexico. God bless.